Black Girl at a PWI community. We are in for a very exciting episode today. I ain't even do an introduction. I ain't tell you my name because I feel like you already know my name. You know, it's your girl, D. Brianna Simone. You know what the deal is. But y'all, we need to talk. I just want to get straight into it. We need to talk because today is February 15th, 2024. Okay, 2024. This means that yesterday, yesterday, our good friend Wednesday was Valentine's Day. And let's let's talk about it. Let's be honest. Valentine's Day is a great day. It's a love day. It's all the the euphoria around it. Like it's it's fantastic. And also, I can only speak from my perspective for Valentine's Day this year. I'm a lover girl, okay? I'm a lover girl through and through. And when people hear I'm a lover girl, they're like, oh, like you love romance. Yes, yes, I do love romance and all the things. And also, I just love people. So it only gets enhanced in February. I I tend to be more reflective. I tend to be more deep in thought and things of that nature. But overall, being a lover girl, I was still surprised this Valentine's Day. And let me tell you why. Because as a black girl at PWI, we already know we are coming into the space fully recognizing that our likelihood of being with somebody on our campus, having, you know, that love story, it kind of drops when you go to a PWI if you're a black woman, not particularly because you may not be attracted to different races, but more so because of how white supremacy shows up, how colorism shows up in our own community. You just don't know what you're going to get. It depends on the environment. It depends on the, the community. It depends on the university. All of those things, right? So that's one thing. On another end, if you don't know, your girl lives a very, (laughs) I won't say holy, because I'm not better than nobody, but I I live a a different life, you know what I'm saying? And so in that, part of that living a different life uh, means sometimes showing up in spaces where you're unconventional to the average eye. And as a result, you feel kind of hidden, like, okay, I'm kind of being hidden because everybody shouldn't be looking at me. So that's number two. And number three, I just feel like Valentine's Day was so crazy for me this year because there were so many times I was just scrolling, minding my black owned black girl business, scrolling through, you know, watching stories of regular day of the people I talk to daily um, or I'm, you know, cool with. And, And these Negroes had girlfriends baby let me tell you something i've been surprised by a lot i've been surprised by a whole lot but this this was a surprise that i was not ready for i said oh 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 the men's got women that's crazy wazy wazy so sis if that was your experience this valentine's day you know what i'm saying i wasn't heartbroken my eyes were just open. You get, what I'm saying? you get what I'm saying? I wasn't heartbroken. My eyes were just open. I wasn't heartbroken. My eyes were just, okay, I wasn't heart. Uh, my eyes were just, yeah, my eyes were just open. No soft spoken. Hold on, not a freestyle. Hey, I ain't joking. What else? You know, it's poking. Okay, all right, we're done, we're done, we're done. But no, for real, it was very eye-opening. I was like, wow, look at all these people. Who have been in love, low key. Look at the people who post on their close friends, but don't post on their main page. What's that about? Look at people who post on their main page, but don't post. You know, like all the all these different dynamics. I was just entertaining some people from high school. I saw this together. I was like, oh my god. You know, like it was just it was just a very eye opening day. And I think 
you know, as black women, when we mind our business, we don't be, even we're not picking up on signs. I'm not going out my way to pick up on signs if you're with this person or if you're doing this. No, I'm just minding my black owned business and what comes from it comes from it. You get what I'm saying? So that has been really fun. That was really fun on the 14th. But a couple hours actually leading into the 14th, I was on the phone with one of my greatest friends. We were having a conversation. I had asked him a couple weeks before, um, just inquiring about his experience with me. What was your experience with me? I shared with him that I was sitting in my bed. And side note, I am actively sitting in my bed recording right now. Um, Round of applause for me because this is very comfy. And also, I want to be most authentic when I'm speaking. Um, I want to ideally take this mic wherever I go, wherever that may be, and just be able to speak and kick it with people and all. That's a blue Yeti, so it's kind of big. But right, just wanting to be comfortable and be in places that makes us feel most authentic to ourselves and to our stories and to our experiences. So I'm sitting in the bed, and on the day that I'm referring to, I was also sitting in the bed. It was the top of January. I was just recovering from covid and had a little pain in my mouth, you know, had a um, procedure in regards to that. So I'm sitting in the bed and I'm going through old videos. I happen to be on Snapchat and everybody knows Snapchat love being in your business. Okay, Snapchat was in my biz naive. Word to Scrappy. Snapchat was in my business. It was showing me all the things from this time last year, this time two years ago, this day three years ago, this day, hell, six years ago, you know, Snapchat, keep all the memories. So I was seeing that. Okay. You know, getting a couple of videos. I'm like last year. Okay. Last year was 2023. Like it was a time. Okay. Cool. 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 But then I started to see videos more specifically in the year of 2022, maybe till end of 2021. And y'all, I don't know what, I wish I could explain it to you. I wish I could have brought you all into that moment with me, but it was like my world stopped completely. Like completely stopped, okay? All of a sudden, I'm watching videos of myself and I'm saving them. Watching the videos, I'm saving them. Watching the videos, I'm saving them. And I'm looking and I begin to reflect outwardly. So I talk to myself, mind your business, right? You do what you do what works best for you. I say out loud and I say, who is this? Like, just like that. Who is this? And I know that sounds crazy because you say, Brianna, you were looking at yourself. Yeah. But after grief, after a year of loss, after a year of heartbreak, after a year of individuality, after a year of splitting, after a year of interesting community relations, after a year of isolation, it felt like, after a year of traveling, after a year of doing and not being, I did not recognize the young woman who was in this video enjoying herself like an utter overwhelming joy with a big smile on her face, laughing, singing the songs, potent. And I know, I know she posted every single video I watch. She posted it. She didn't even delete it. She posted it. She wasn't trying to be mysterious. She posted it. She didn't care what other people thought about her. She posted it. 
she wasn't trying to fit in with the cool kids. She posted it and was like, hey, it is what it is. This is who I am. And that's all that's going to be. And I looked at this young woman and I didn't envy her. I asked her where she's been this whole time. So this is 2024, Brianna, looking at 2022, Brianna, and saying, what was going on then? Now, a lot was going on in 2022. I'm not going to lie. A whole lot was going on in 2022, okay? Like, 2022, I graduated from undergrad. In 2022, child, what else I do? In 2022, I graduated from undergrad. I received a ton of awards and accolades. Like it was just, it was a lot going on in 2022 for me. And when I was reflecting on, okay, that's what was going on. I also considered there were a lot of things going on in 2022 that I didn't like too much. You know what I'm saying? I took a lot of, I took a lot of unnecessary L's in 2022. Okay. I fell in and out of, in and out of, in and out of love in 2022. Okay. I lost a lot of friends in 2022. You know what I'm saying? Like 2022 was a lot. It was a lot as any year is as we live our lives on this earth. But in the midst of it being so much, in the midst of me receiving news about people I went to school with being, you know, murdered or uh, not no longer being on this earth, it just life didn't stop lifing, but the joy didn't stop joying either. Life didn't stop life and people didn't stop dying. But the willingness to show up and live and making that conscious decision didn't fade. And in 2024, I'm looking at this young lady and I'm saying, wow, I know what was going on at the time of this video. I know what was going on in my exact thoughts when I put this dress on. I know how self-conscious I was when I did X, Y, and Z, but I did it. I did it anyways and I loved it. I did it anyways and I'm now I'm looking back on those memories and saying, oh my goodness, how do I get there again? In 2023, it was so much grief. It was a beautiful time, but very traumatizing. <laughs> like I can't even go through and tell you all that. It was just a very traumatizing time. And I know I have to process it more in therapy and things of nature. 10 out of 10 do recommend therapy. Now, I know I have to process it, and as I go up throughout life, I will and do. But I was just truly taken aback by the fact that I, two years ago, had this much love, this much joy. And I had to remind myself that this didn't go anywhere. I just haven't seen myself in a very long time. And I can't say that this is the case for anybody else. But here's what I'm going to tell you today. I'm going to tell you about all the things that love is teaching me right now. I looked at these videos and I ended up sending a voice message to myself. I caught myself like smiling back at some videos, singing along, laughing, things of that nature. And it was like a part of me was being healed. I pulled up my phone and went through my text messages, went to my best friend's um, contact, and I said, Dana, this is so crazy. I know this sounds crazy right now, but 
I was watching some old videos of myself. And it's the first time I've seen myself in two years. I said, I know this sounds crazy. I'm processing. I'm talking as I process, but I'd love to send you some of the videos or just throw back to that time. And you can tell me how you experienced me. What do you remember about me when you first met me in 2022? What was I like? Because, you know, videos sometimes lie. Videos can give a good way of showing you what it should have been. And, and our future self is interpreting it, saying, well, nothing could be worse than now. So that time that I'm looking at must have been better. And I didn't want to do that. I wanted to be authentic and hold space for Brianna in 2022. And so I said, what was your experience then? What do you remember? What did it feel like? What did I sound like? How did I laugh? All of those things. So I sent it to her. I sent her about 15 videos, 15 pictures, and let her go through it. And being the affirming young woman that she is, she affirmed me deeply. And uh, I remember she texted back and she was like, you sent me this long voice message and now I'm sending you a voice message and I'm literally crying, right? And I was crying in mine and sniffling and things of nature. Not because I was upset. It was the overflowing tears of joy when it's like a child who hasn't been able to hear his mother's voice since he was born gets those ear plants that allows him to hear her voice for the first time. It was like the first time a child is laid on its mother's chest. And it's been crying this whole time, but the moment it hits its mother's chest, it's quiet. Because it's heard her heartbeat from within the womb in a way that nobody else can. It was like the overwhelming joy of forever waiting for that call back, waiting for that moment. And it happens that prayer fulfilled that cup overflowed it was undeniable joy and amazement like who is this girl I remember asking like who is this girl and on the back end it was like and where is she now I told myself very clearly off the bat I don't want to go back to 2022 and also I don't want to step another foot in 2024 without knowing fully who I am. What love is teaching me now is not this, oh, you gotta love yourself. Like, it's all about you. No, I'm not trying to make you more hyper-independent than you might already be, Black woman. I'm not trying to tell you to invest within yourself and go to school for all the things just so you can feel seen in the space and to get all these high paying jobs that really cost you all of your stress. I'm not telling you to go into more spaces where you have to fight for your sanity just to feel like you made it. I'm not telling you to boss up on everybody who hated on you and who overlooked you just so you can be able to say I made it. And really when you're lonely at the top, I'm not getting to that. But what I am getting to is that love is teaching me that I'm a lover girl 
And it is only enhanced by how much I know myself. How much I know myself. How much I hold space for myself. This past weekend, matter of fact, not this, yeah, this past weekend, I went out, um, I had a ton of plans, baby, I had a ton of plans, and my sister came down, my little sister, and we went out in the city, if y'all don't know, I'm in the DMV, specifically DC, talk to me nice, don't play with that girl, so um, we're in DC, we go out, all of our plans get canceled, damn near, I'm telling you, every single plan gets canceled, everything we were planning on doing in the day with other people, individually, like it just got canceled, everything was crazy it was 64 in dc but it was raining it was supposed to be sunny like it was just it was wild but we embraced it we went through the day being present being full being honest being authentic and i y'all when i tell you i loved it i thrifted i loved and as soon as we hit the thrift store you know uh, my sister was talking to me and she was saying stuff i was like oh i know i love thrifting she was like really i was like yeah i know that we go throughout i'm looking at records and vests and stuff like that just kiki and spending time set reservations hit one of our other good sisters up in the city i was like yo she's in law school right now doing her thing okay shout out to all the black girls at pwis and in predominantly white spaces such as law and all these other areas committing to the good work to change this world but also to change your life we see you we appreciate you shout out to you so we called her up was like yo we going out like let's go to Ooze and Oz, whatever, on Georgia Ave. We go out, baby. First of all, the food is busting. This is not an ad. I'm not getting paid for this. But if you ever hit DC, definitely hit up Ooze and Oz on Georgia Ave. Make sure you ask for for uni, cause she that girl, okay? But hit up Georgia Ave, and we're just talking, talking, and we're forbearing. We're breaking bread. We're talking about love. We're talking about what do you need in this season. Um, what does showing up look like for you and to be authentic and asking God for whatever it is that you need, like all of those things, right? We're talking, I love that. It felt natural. It felt like I didn't have to fake it. I loved it. We get back in the car. I'm tired as crap. Uh, my sister's tired as crap. And she's eventually like, oh, I asked her three times. Are you sure you just want to go back to the house? Are you sure you just want to go back to the house? Both times she says no. That third time she like, I want something sweet. Now I had the places she's looking at. 30 minutes away, 40 minutes away, da da da. Eventually, she lands on this place, Macaroon Place um, in Bethesda, and we go out there. Take a drive, 20 minutes, kiki in, ha ha. Like, it's having a blast, dog. Having a blast. Go throughout there, get the sweets. The sweets are busting. The macaroons are busting. I don't even remember the name, I'm sorry. But the macaroons are busting, okay? Go there. After we get that, we walk around a little bit in the area. Um, we go to, I don't try, I don't even remember. I think we hit a stationary spot. And then we hit, um, I wanted to go see some uh, engagement rings. Um, I'm not in a relationship. I'm not finna get engaged. But uh, we go to see some engagement rings, right? Go check that out. And then we get back in the car, leave, go home, uh, come back to my place. We kick it. We talk. We're laughing. Just talking about life, all those things. Stay up a little bit more. Still talking about life. Heat reheating the leftovers. You get them, Sam. Take a shower. Let your hair down. Talk about life some more. Go to sleep. Wake up. Drop her off. I end up going to church. Let the day in. Super Bowl stuff, etc. But I reflected and held on to 
the activities of the day so much because I felt like in everything I did, I loved it. And I loved it because I knew myself to know, oh, I love thrifting. I love not being rushed. I love good food. I love good company. I love authenticity. I love when I feel good within my body. I love being confident. I love affirmation. And I feel like within this world, we are so encouraged as black women to deny ourselves to our own demise. And that as we deny ourselves to our own demise, to our own death, it's like fertilizer for everyone else to grow. Everyone else gets to plant their seeds within us and bloom into these great trees. And it's like we just sit at the bottom like roots, branching out, but never coming to the top. Because every time we do come to the top of knowing ourselves, every time we do break new ground, every time we do get past one glass ceiling, every time we do come into a deeper phase or area of knowingness it's like we get chopped right off right before we sprout right before we bloom i feel like society has committed itself especially in the context of capitalism and white supremacy for us as black women to be so disconnected from the very essence of our bodies and our being so much so that we will be invested in every other space but our own. The trauma of being a black woman, yet not being given space to grow, to bloom, to form, to be shapeful and shapeless has not been guaranteed. And as a result, it's killed us. The denial of love has stripped us of the best parts of ourselves. And lately, love has been teaching me that I'm not okay with that. I'm, I'm just not okay with it. And I was listening to a song by Naomi Rain, and it was talking about choosing yourself. Like, And the leaders go, girl, you deserve to be happy for once. I just want you to be happy for once. I would try to sing it, but I, I can't. I'm gonna just have to let you find a find a you know find the verse and, and pray it. But I felt that so deeply as I've been like you know from that day forward of recognizing, oh my goodness, I haven't seen myself. I haven't seen myself. I haven't seen myself. I've been so big on also. I'm a believer. And so I've been so big on like, I want to know Christ more. I want to know Christ more. I want to know God deeper. And every time I say that, I'm faced with a mirror. The Imago Dei, the image, the image bearer. Like, look at yourself. It's the invitation. A mirror is the invitation to self-reflect, but to reflect back the self, the image and sometimes when we get faced with a, a mirror, because we've been taught to be so disconnected from who we are, because we've been taught to be so disconnected from our being, because we've been taught to be so disconnected from our feelings and from our emotions, from our truth, from our authenticity, 
from our love, from our heart, from our picking up and our putting down because we have been taught to be so disconnected to the very essence of who we are. When we look in the mirror, we don't even know who's standing back at us. We say, who is she? Who are they? What is this image that I'm seeing? And what love is teaching me in this season is that that image is you, sis. It's, it's love. Sis, it's safety. Sis, it's security. Sis, it's stability. Sis, it's purpose. Sis, it's you. The essence of you is not how people can use you or how malleable you are for somebody else's tools and projects. The essence of you is the very thing that keeps the world spinning and all the fabrics of the clothes that you wear and they wear together. It is the string in between every stitch that you see. It is the staple to every paper of another copy that's being sent off to another CEO and another boss of your plans and your purposes. You are the fabric of being that everybody else boasts in and you have to take a back seat to. You are the epitome of a good thing. What is love teaching you in this season, sis? What is it saying to you? Is it speaking over you sweet nothings? Or have you shut the door to it because it doesn't feel like it's time? You're not ready. You're not enough yet. You haven't gotten the degree. You haven't booked the flight you haven't graduated on time like you wanted to you haven't done all the things on your to-do list in a couple episodes we're going to talk about something called leaving it on the table because some things ain't supposed to go with you when you walk out one room and into another but one thing that is always supposed to follow is love love the affection for the overwhelming euphoric feeling of the all-encompassing forbearance and understanding with the overwhelming, all-surpassing joy, love. What is love saying to you right now, sis? Love is teaching me that when I look back in the mirror that I can laugh that I do know this girl. And if there are some things that look unrecognizable, then I am being invited into a sacred space to go deeper than I've ever been. Love is teaching me that it's safe to hold space for others and to hold the most sacred space for myself. Love is teaching me that there is something on the other side of looking back at myself in the mirror. Love is teaching me that the very flaws that I once denied are going to be the safety net that I fall into when I feel like this world is rejecting me. Love is teaching me that it's not just about romance, that it's also just about truth and authenticity. Love is teaching me that it's safe here And as I've been going to these deeper sentiments and feelings and depths of knowing myself, ah, 
I kid you not, it has been transforming even how I show up within this black girl at a PWI community. So much so that it feels not even good enough sometimes to get on this mic and talk to y'all. Because it's like, I want to hug you. I'm going to hug you tight until you start letting out those tears that you've been keeping in. I want to speak life into you and see you, you know, kind of bloom like a flower does or a plant does when it's kept in the sunlight. I want to see you bloom and become all that you have been called to be. I want to see y'all's faces. Good God almighty, I want to see somebody's face. I want you to be overwhelmed with belonging and personhood and identity and authenticity. I, ah, that's what love's teaching me, y'all. That is what love is teaching me. And I can only hope that it has been teaching you something like this. Or that this podcast, this episode, this warm audio hug. It's teaching you that love hasn't been able to be a teacher in your classroom at all. Instead, the person who's been at the front, right by the whiteboard, has been fear, anxiety, depression, shame, suicide, identity crisis, frustration, imposter syndrome, and everything else that tells you you are not allowed to take up the very space that you need to grow. If that's you, I hope that this week, and especially before February is over, that you make a decision, a choice to choose love, to invite love into the classroom of your life, and to let it teach you something about yourself. I'm going to read this verse real quick. It's from Song of Solomon 4, verse 7. It says, you are altogether beautiful, my love. There is no flaw in you. And that is the very essence of what I'm carrying into this week, this month, the rest of this year, and hopefully every other day after it. You are altogether beautiful, my love. There is no flaw in you. And sis, I believe that to be true for you. And I hope you believe the same for yourself. There's so much more we got to talk about. So much forbearing that needs to happen. Ooh, it's a lot to get into. And today was a little deep. I hope that if anything came up for you in today's episode, that you take some time for yourself. Pour into yourself. I love a chai tea latte. And it's a little cold and chilly over here on the East Coast. Go get yourself one. Get your hair done. Wake up. Roll out the bed. Grab a book. Get back in the bed. Go for a walk or sit in and just stretch your body. Up your hands up into the air. And plant your feet deep into the ground. I'm so glad you're here. You belong here. Not just at Black Girl at a PWI, but on this earth. And I hope you are reminded of that. Of how much love surrounds you daily, even when we don't see it. I hope that you feel encouraged to look back in the mirror and see the reflection and say, Damn, I look good. 
and I know myself. I can't wait to talk to you next time. Until then, keep doing you, sis. Remember, we outside.